We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences, so the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. The hottest next tape you'll find online. Next all day. We bleed blue and orange. This is Knicks Fan TV, your one-stop shop for the ultimate New York Knicks fan experience. News, rumors, debates, post-game live streams featuring live callers. Let's go Knicks, baby! And now, your host, CP, the NY Fanatic. All right, here we go, here we go. CP from Knicks Fan TV here. Back again with another one. Just just a real quick, quick live stream that I wanted to get into. And it's this Ennis Cantor topic. Ennis Cantor, in a recent interview, came out and, and bashed the Knicks and bashed their ownership in regards to free agency. So I'm, I want to give my my reaction to it and, and hopefully get yours. This is Knicks Fan TV, the home of the diehard Knicks fan. If you are a diehard Knicks fan, make sure you guys hit that subscribe button and the notification bell because this is the home for you. This is the home where we talk about Knicks news, Knicks rumors, and post-game live analysis featuring live callers. Now, tonight we're not going to take any callers. I'm just going to be on here real quick. As I said uh, previously, we're working on a lot of things on the back end, a lot of administrative items that we're taking care of. To uh, bring you even bigger and better season next year as it pertains to Knicks Fan TV. Trying to get some new interviews, uh, working on some more business, some more partnerships. Trying to lock down uh, some additional content. As you guys saw our uh, training camp preview still going on. We got one more part. I gave you guys the three parts. We got one more part. Still got to get edited. Hopefully that will release tomorrow. Uh, so we got one more part there. So just stay tuned for that. How's everybody doing out there, man? Petasance, what's good? Ari, what's going on? How's the audio? How do you, how's the audio? Just let me know how the audio is, and, and then I'll uh, I'll get into it. Manuel C, what's going on? Guillermo, he says Guillermo's everywhere. Guillermo's a Knicks fan, man. Guillermo's a Knicks fan. So uh, shout out to him. Jay from East New York, no calls today. I'm going to keep it quick, but we will. We're getting back into the swing of things. We're getting back into the swing of things. Just want to do a couple quick live streams to talk about the uh, some of the news that's been going on. You know, it's kind of a dead period. Training camp is starting up. Sources tell Knicks Fan TV that training camp is starting on September 30th. So mark that on your calendars. 
So as we get closer, we will be doing some more some more live streams and, and taking phone calls and getting back into the swing of things. But for tonight, I just want to touch real quick on this can of topic. So he went on with um, Howard Beck from Bleacher Report, esteemed writer Harold Howard Beck, sorry, Howard Beck, esteemed writer. And uh, he was asked about free agency. And Canner says he discussed this topic with his peers, but there's a specific reason for the failures in free agency, and that is one James Dolan. He says not many people know that, but players talk from different teams. They talk. Uh, I'm not blaming anybody. I had an amazing time with the Knicks. Other teammates I talked to, or if they're on different teams, they always said amazing city. Everything is good, but the ownership. They always keep saying, but the ownership. Now, this is from Canner's mouth. He says, I always tell them Knicks are amazing. It's the garden. It's the Mecca. If you win in New York, you're the king of the world. Some of the players, I guess, are scared to come here and don't want to deal with that. So that that's that's from the, the words of Ennis Canner. Uh, another thing he said that was pretty telling, he says, I can tell. Don't get into it too much. The players, when we get into the locker room, we talk about what's going on. And the players always see how the management or how ownership treat other players and treat other players around. That's from the words of Ennis Canna. So what's my reaction to that? My reaction to that is this guy Canna just cannot keep the Knicks out of his mouth. He can't stop talking. That's one thing about Ennis Cantor, man. He cannot stop talking, whether it's about the Knicks or about anything else. I will keep it strictly basketball because on the personal level, I don't have no problem with Canner. What he's dealing with with his own home country is crazy. He's damn near enemy of the state in his own country. That's crazy. You know, like the movie Enemy of the State with Will Smith. I mean, Canner's almost living that in another country, but he's got his home country after him. It's, it's, it's not a good look. But from a basketball standpoint, this guy's a clown, man. This guy's a clown. Remember, this is the, this is the guy. This is the same guy who told you that we were going to get primetime free agents. Not that I believed it, but he said it. This is what he said. Let's, let's pull the receipts out right now. So you think one of the top free agents will sign with New York? I believe it, yes. A- any idea on who it might be? I actually do have an idea, but I cannot really tell. It's a, very, it's a secret, mm-hmm. but uh, it's going to blow people's mind when he signed that for me. But you got to give me a hint. No hint? Nothing? Can't, I can't give no hint because I'll get burned big time. Mm-hmm. I, even if it comes or not, but I, I believe this team, I believe in this organization. You know, they're going to do very, very, very good things in, in the future. Okay. I believe it. That's what he said. I believe it. 100%. It's going to be a surprise. We're going to get a big name. Now it's on the owner. It's also the guy that opted back into his deal. $18 million, which, which I would have done. Anybody would have done that. That that's, makes good business sense to do that. But this is also the same guy that opted in to stay with this team. That's all, you know, dysfunctional and everything like that. So now he says Dolan is to blame. The guy's a clown, man. The, the, the guy's a clown. So, so that's one take. That's one take. Now. We could walk and chew gum at the same time. I understand that. So while he does talk too much, is he wrong? Probably not. Because it comes a time where you're hearing the same things over and over again. Whether or not the the validity of it 
whether or not it's accurate, whether or not it's true, when you hear the same things over and over again, where there's smoke, there's fire. So while he needs to be quiet and, and, and leave the Knicks alone, from the Knicks standpoint, when you look at the D. Rose situation, the D. Rose book, and what Canner's saying, it's it's just we we just can't shake those negative vibes. We just can't shake that negative perception of the New York Knicks. We're we're a laughing stock. We continue to to just bring this bad aura, these bad vibes about us. And, I, and listen, I'm I'm not trying to dwell on the negatives. I'm not trying to to turn this thing into a oh you know Knicks are going in a terrible direction because I'm 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 more on the bullish side on the Knicks. I believe in what's going on right now. I like the young core that we're building with RJ in here, with Kevin Knox, with Mitch Isozo, with Dennis Smith Jr. I like what they're trying to do right now. I like the flexibility that we've garnered based on these past trades and acquisitions. So I do think we are going in the right direction. But there still is a negative aura over this team that we just can't seem to shake. A lot of you, you know, a lot of you guys come at me in the comment, not come at, but just comment in the in the comment section. He needs to sell the team. He needs to sell the team. Listen, the guy's a billionaire. The team is worth almost four billion dollars. He'll sell it when he's when he's ready to cash out. He'll he'll sell the team when he's ready to cash out. So that sell the team angle that that's just not that's not going to move the needle, right? That's not going to help us. What is going to help is winning. Winning cures all. Winning cures all. And we have to continue. I just hope that this this management team is really taking all of this to heart. And 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 hopefully that that makes them give more of a concerted effort to really turn this thing around and not not do the silly make the silly mistakes that cost us in the past. Winning we have to win. We have to be more disciplined in how we manage the team. Have to be more disciplined in how we run the team. We need cohesion. We need consistency. All right? I saw a graphic. Um, I believe it was Nick Wall, one of those one of those blogs. I saw a graphic of, it was basically a color-coded chart of NBA teams and their roster turnover from year to year, from like a five-year span. And the Knicks were like all in the red meaning it's constant, constant change. And then on the on the flip side, conversely, you had the Spurs where it was all greens. You know, all greens. This, the model consistency, that's what we need. Now, granted, the Spurs had Tim Duncan. You know, don't let's not get it twisted. It, you need luck. Spurs got lucky when they got Tim Duncan because, remember, they weren't even the worst team uh, uh, in the league when, when they got Tim Duncan. It was the Celtics. Celtics tried to tank for Tim Duncan. Spurs ended up getting him, and they built a dynasty over 20 years. So, but it, but there were other guys on the team, and, and they kept those players, and they developed those players. They groomed those players. That's where we need to get to. So I don't think it, it's all a Blaine Dolan thing. It's all his fault. But we need to, to take heed of these things, understand that, the free agency, this past free agency, it was a blow. Now, we bounced back. I felt like we got the right pieces. I like what we got in Julius Randle. I like some of the depth pieces that we got. 
Others may have been a little bit overkill. Time will tell. We'll see what happens. But we need to take that as a lesson, especially with the Nets doing what, what they did. We need to take that as a lesson and understand that we, we, we need to, the foundation, the structure of this team has to be stable. It has to be stable. Because when when Candace says this, I can tell I don't get into it too much. Um, The players, we talk when we get in the locker room, and the players always see how management or ownership treat players, treat other players around. Remember that the Noah situation got a little dicey with Hornacek. We still don't know... Why Porzingis requested a trade, but that's not a good look. Whether or not you want to say he's a diva, he's this, or he's that, he's soft, all of that, I hear you. But listen, I mean, this is this is the guy that that had the potential to be a franchise player for this team, potentially, and he and he was ready to walk out the door. Mellow, Ari says mellow. These things don't create good feelings, good perceptions about that team. And we don't know what really happened in, in, in the background, especially with the Porzingis thing. Because we hear, we hear the Knicks side of things. Porzingis side has been uh, mainly quiet. I'm curious to see if things start to trickle out as this game approaches. We play the Mavs on November 11th and then uh, November 14th at, at the Garden. W- listen, whether or not you want to say his brother is this, is that, he still, he still requested a trade to be out. Derrick Rose. What he says in his book. Again, I know, you know from Canada to Rose, these guys don't matter. They're not here. But the perception stays. The perception stays. And for guys around the league, for, for young rookies in particular. Remember, we got young kids on this team. Who are now coming up in this organization. They too have to have the confidence. That we're going in the right direction. Because if you look at what's happened over the past few years. And and listen to the reputation. That's not that good man. It's not that good. You know what I mean? I remember uh, I was at Summer League. And um, you see RJ. You know his parents. His mother. His father's there. They're into the game intently. Sitting right there on the sidelines with, with it was it was RJ's parents, Fizdale, and then Dolan. Dolan went like ten miles. But that's a whole nother story. You know, that's him. That's his business. He was doing his thing out there in Vegas. Um You see how 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 invested they, they are in their kids' future. Some families, some parents, they they're just happy that their kids in the league and they let him do his thing, let the agent handle everything. But others are more hands-on. You see with Porzingis, his family, it was a family business, that representation that they had. So we have to, you know, be cognizant, not we, but when I say we, I say the organization, management, they have, they have to be cognizant of how they are being perceived in the media, how they are treating certain players, and, and to make sure that we can make a good name for ourselves in the future because that impacts not only the young players that we have now, but the young players that are to come or the free agents that are to come. Who's to say that the the next prospect that falls into our lap says, you know, I don't want to play for the Knicks. I had too many bad things. There's too many bad vibes with the Knicks. We got to improve on that. 
That's all I'm saying. We got to improve on that. Well, what do you guys think? Shout out to everybody in the chat. Mr. X says, Porzingis is a prima donna. Hey, I hear you. There's a reason you want it out. There's a lot of prima donnas that, that stayed on their team and stayed with the organizations. Cameron Tackmill says, I hate to say this, but you think we are equivalent to the 2019 net? Equivalent in what way? Equivalent in what way? In terms of team? Sid Leonard said, yes, we must improve. I agree with that. Pettisant, what's going on? Salute to everybody in here. That, that's just my take. It's, uh, you know, can't, for Canada, it's be quiet. And for the Knicks, is take heed. Take heed, man. Because these, these things just aren't good. And, and yes, training camp is around the corner. There's not much to report on. So you see these things coming out. But it's just not good, man. Just not good. Can't, oh, Cameron's point in terms of the Nets, in terms of taking that route, well, you still got to get the right players. You know, one thing you give credit for to Marks, they, they didn't have the draft picks. They didn't have the draft capital to, to, uh, to build that team. But he was able to get creative, and he, he got the right guys. You, gotta, you still got to hit. You still got to get the right guys. And they were able to turn things around pretty quickly. Now, what does that mean going forward? We don't know. I mean, they did well last year. Doesn't mean that they're going to continue. It's still early. You know, it's still early. I don't want to just crown the Nets as this model franchise. Like, let's pump the brakes a little bit. They're doing well. Over those the four years, they took, they rebuilt, in, 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 and they got lucky. And we, we were going sideways. Sideways and backwards. So they put themselves in the proper position to be in this position to get KD, get Kyrie, and and uh, and go forward. So let's see what happens with them. Jay from Eastern New York says, Cannon was believing in everything we did. Yeah, he, he was on board until he got benched. <laughs> then it was a whole nother tune. Listen, I liked first year Cannon. Second year, it was just way too much chatter, man. Way, way, way too much talking. I couldn't take it. I couldn't take it. Cameron says, do you think we should go after 2021 free agents or invest in young guys and lock them up long term? No, I still think you got to keep you got to keep your, your cap flexible, flexible going forward, period. Every young guy is not going to be retained and every young guy is not going to be moving forward with the team. That's just the reality of the situation. You know, every young guy is not going to be moving forward. I think right now it, it's 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 RJ, it's Mitch and. We'll see what everybody else can do if they can keep what they kill or somebody else sticks on. But I think right now, RJ and Mitch, I would consider the future. And we'll see. We'll see uh, what's up with everybody else. You know what I mean? One one thing about the Canna comments, man. The Canna comments, every time he opens his mouth, it just makes me more and more of a Julius Randle fan. Let me know if you agree with me in the chat, man. Let me know if you agree with me, yes or no. It just makes me more of a Julius Randle fan. And, and, and really supporting Julius Randle that much more. Because I feel like Julius Randle wants to be the leader of this team. He wants to be the guy. He wants to be a dog. Definitely. So I'm 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 big I'm a big Randle fan. I'm gonna be rooting for that guy. Just like Mitch. Mitch is my guy, y'all know that. I'm definitely a big Julius Randle fan. And what do you know? The Celtics come into town opening night. So Julius has this opportunity. TM says he's going to drop 40 on Canna. I sure hope so. 
And for you guys uh, that are in the area, for you, some of you guys that want to come through, come through with me, Jay Ellis, and our friends at the Omni Fan. We have an exclusive VIP suite on the Chase Bridge for opening night, Knicks versus Celtics, Saturday, October 26th at 7.30. Tickets include the tickets to the game. Meet and greet with a Knicks alumni. We got team photos. We got uh, giveaways. We're going to be doing giveaways. Autograph memorabilia. So that's going to be great. Food is also included in the ticket. So it's a real, real uh, fun experience. And we also have a fan experience that's yet to be announced. I know I don't know if some of you guys uh, remember when I took the free throw on the court. That could be it. We're still waiting to uh, get confirmation from MSG on what the premium fan experience is going to be. But uh, it's, it's a great package. I already got somebody from Australia. He's coming out with his family all the way from Australia. So it's going to be great. And obviously, you guys are going to get a chance to participate in the live stream, the pregame show, the postgame show halftime as well. So that's going to be great. Other news, um, Frank. So Frank, uh, Australia played uh, France in, in the semifinals. Frank gave it a go today. Frank finished with seven points in 20 minutes, 3-7 shooting. Five rebounds. A steal. He looked all right. Listen, I, I think my overall opinion on Frank in these games, defense has been solid. That's that's one thing. Defense has been solid. Um, offensively, you've seen some good. He's still gun-shy. But he's stepping up. He's he's definitely being a bit more aggressive. But you want to see that in a full time. You know, sometimes I feel like he puts up an invisible wall when he's when he when he has a lane and where he has an opening in the lane. He still doesn't have that total confidence in his game. You know, Victor says a whopping seven points. I mean, listen, seven points in twenty minutes is not terrible. It's not terrible. He didn't play much in crunch time. It was a crazy game, back and forth, a lot of swings. Australia ends up edging out France by, I believe, two points. Sid Leonard says he thinks too much. I believe so. Uh, he, he does think too much. But, um, again, the defense is solid. Jumper needs to be a bit more consistent. And, and it's still a bit timid. You know, it, it's not as fluid as you'd like it to be. Defense is solid, though, man. It's solid, solid on defense. But, you know, the question, the main question with Frank is going to be, can his, can he, his offense catch up to his defense, like, and not and not not one to one because obviously I think he he plays defense at a at a and at an above average level. But my question is, are you gonna be able to deal with his offensive deficiencies for the sake of keeping him out there defensively? That's gonna be the question. Can his offense improve to a respectable manner? Where where he he can really be a solid contributor on the court, but he's still young. Like you guys say, he's still young, man. He's twenty one years old. It's just a matter of uh, you know, listen. Contract ain't young. Contract time is contract decision has to be made by October thirty first. So on Halloween, you're gonna find out if the French prince is back for his fourth year. This is going to be his third season. So we know last year he wasn't great, whether it's injuries or, or in, in, you know, ineffectiveness. 
or the team just prioritizing other guys. We have Moutier being out there. Don't know why, but it is what it is. Can't look, can't look back. Can't look back on it. So that is the deal with Frank. Let me see who they play next. I believe they either play uh, Serbia or the U.S. I believe they play the U.S. on Wednesday. They play the U.S. on Wednesday. So you guys want to see them play some real competition. This is it. You're going to have Frank Garden, who? Spider Mitchell? Kemba? That's going to be a tough one, man. Jay Murder says the other guards are going to take his minutes. Yeah, right now, that's how I see it. Uh, uh, I see it as uh, he, he's got a long way to go. He's got to try to leapfrog DSJ and Peyton. And then, you know, you, you had him at the three. You had him at the three last year. But now you got RJ, Knox, Morris, Bullock. There's Bullock and Bullock play some three. So it's, it's going to be an uphill battle for Frank, man. Paper Juice has put him out there with DSJ. That's one of the things we wanted to see last season. But the injuries derailed that um, for both guys. Both guys couldn't stay durable last season. So we didn't get to see that um, with DSJ and Frank. So, yeah, they are playing the USA. This is That's Wednesday, 7 a.m. Eastern. I don't know if I'll be able to get the highlights for that one. But I'll try. And you guys have been killing them in the highlights, man. Killing them. You know, the, the the opinions on Frank are just so uh, polar opposites, man. Some people are like, yeah, this is this is improvement. This looks great. And other people are just like, man, get this guy out of here. Me, me, I stay on the side of he's 21. I have hopes that he will improve. Like I said, I love his defense. I love his IQ. But can he be more confident? Get more confident out there. You know, like I said, sometimes it's, it's like sometimes you'll have an opening in the lane and he, he's he's just, you know, he, he puts up an imaginary wall on himself. And and I think he's, he has the size to really get a shot over anybody. Like that turnaround J is something that I feel like he needs to be automatic. That needs to be automatic. Because at his size, he should be able to knock that down over anybody. You know, Patty Mills went off in this game big time. Patty Mills, FIBA Patty Mills is an absolute machine. I love watching him play in these international games, man. Because he, he's a beast. He was a primary reason Australia won that game today. Patty Mills is a beast, man. Delva Dover uh, didn't really do too much. Ingles was okay. Patty Mills, man. Patty Mills is, is uh, unstoppable in, in the FIBA game. Somebody says Frank still, uh, still, still ain't got it. Yeah, he's, he's got to get his confidence up, man. He's got to get his confidence up. You know, definitely got to get his confidence up. Um, speaking of another Frank, another Frank, Frank Nitty. Worked out with the Knicks today. If you guys don't know Frank Nitty, he's the uh, the big three in Drew League standout sensation. Three-time MVP of the Drew League. Frank Nitty worked out with the Knicks today. Uh, scrimmaging with, with some current Knicks players. It was him. Let's see who else. 
Uh, Minnesota guard Dupree McBrayer and Georgetown guard Trey Dickerson all worked out with the Knicks today. Remember, there's a two-way contract up for grabs. So we'll see. You might have Frank Nielakina and Frank Nitty both on one team. So with Chris Wilkes out on that two-way, we'll see. We'll see. You know, listen. It's just I don't see I don't see this kid making a team or any of these guys. But uh, just just the Knicks turning over every stone as they should, as they should. And you never know. I mean, this guy's been a journeyman. Hasn't really had much success uh, getting to the next level. He's thirty years old. But you never know. You never know. The Lakers had that one guy who was damn near 40. It was like two years ago. I forgot his name. The guy had like, he looked like Ray Charles. His whole hair was gray. But he he got his shot playing with the Lakers and, and did okay. Well, this guy, Frank Nitty, he's a uh, he's a Drew League and Big Three killer. MC Dinah says, what happened to Wilkes? They said Wilkes uh, had an injury that caused them to void the two-way. But according to Berman of the Post, they want to bring him back. So we'll see. They want to bring him back. I know a lot of you guys like Wooten. Uh, I liked Wooten, what I saw from him in limited action in Summer League. So we'll see. Wilkes could get brought back. Wooten could. Wooten is already technically there on the Exhibit 10 deal. So at the very least, he should be in the G League with the Westchester team. If he doesn't, I don't think he'll make the main roster. But at the very least, he should be at the at the G League team. Andre Ingram, Shavon, appreciate it. Andre Ingram was the dude on the Lakers that made it uh, two years ago and uh, was able to achieve his dream. He made it to the NBA, man. Shout out to Rome. What up, Rome? Hit that thumbs up button for your boys. Shout out to Rome, man. He's, he's definitely right on that. Hit that thumbs up button for your boy. Working on a lot of things for the channel, man. I'm about to take this thing to a whole nother level. You guys saw Chris Childs was on a couple weeks ago. Chris Childs wants to come back. He hit me up after that interview. He said, "He said, bro, how come we didn't take calls?" I said, "Chris, my bad, man. We we were going for an hour. I didn't know you were you were you were in it for the long haul." He said, "Yeah, man." He said, "Yeah, I wanted to take calls, so I promised them another show where we're gonna take strictly phone calls from the fans. So Chris Childs will be back shortly. Chris Childs will be back shortly." Ari says that the interview was fire. Yeah, if you guys didn't check that interview, man, hit the hit the eye icon on the right-hand side of the screen and let me know what you guys think about it. <laughs> TM says Chris Childs about to be the third member. <laughs> yeah, he might, he might be, man. He, he might be. You, you never know. But shout out to Chris Childs, man. He he definitely came through, took us down memory lane. He was He was so candid. Held nothing back. And I asked him, I said, listen, is there anything? Because, you know, when you interview people and certain guys and, and players and things like that, you got to clear the questions with them and just make sure that everything is kosher that they want to talk about. And I asked him, I said, is there anything that you don't want to talk about? He said, nah, just strictly basketball related, anything. I said, cool. I said, cool. Cameron says, get I soul on the show. I should get I soul on the show. He might be shook. I don't know. I, sh- I should get him on the show. Berman will be back on the show. Uh, Mark Berman will be back on the show as training camp nears. So that is a story with that. And uh, yeah, man. Shout out to Jam 3 Productions. What's going on? If you guys are new in the chat, leave me a hashtag new so I could uh, shout you guys out before I get out of here. And like I said, um, tomorrow, part four 
of the training camp preview should be ready to go. I've been real busy, man. Haven't gotten a chance to it, but you guys saw the first three parts. Those are up in the eye icon. Hit the eye icon in the top right-hand side. You see, every time you come in here, always check that. It has, it'll have, like, the latest videos or the videos that'll kind of flow within this theme. And what else? I told you guys I got another fan cave that I'm very excited to go see. This guy, he's a 30-year season ticket holder. And some of the stuff he showed me already just blew me out the frame. So I'm supposed to be meeting with him this week. And then at some point, we're going we're gonna to record that episode and uh, give you guys an inside look at his man cave because uh, it, it's something to see, man. It is something to see. Absolutely. All right, a couple more questions, and then uh, I got to get out of here, get back to work. <laughs> Jay from East New York said, interview Herb Williams. I, I got to get Herb. Ask him how he was able to stay with the Knicks for so long, outlasting Benny coaches. Yeah, Matthew Willard, you ain't new. I, I know you. What's going on, Matthew? Mr. X says, we want you on MSG. Well, hey, this is MSG, right? This is what we want to make it. This is what we want to make it, man. Um, so, you know, somebody else said that. I said, listen. The show's right here. The show's right here. If you if you think about it, think about the guests that we've had. We've had Ian Begley, the the the, the superstar on the Knicks beat. We had Mark Berman from the New York Post on the beat for twenty years. We had Moke Hamilton from the Athletic. We had Tommy Beer, Forbes Magazine, excellent writer, excellent excellent writer. We had uh, Chris Childs, former player, and we're only and we're working on it. And we're working on some more. I mean. Where else have you seen that so far? And that's just a small list. But you haven't seen it on MSG, no offense to them. You haven't seen it on ESPN, no offense to them. And you're paying for that. And we gave you all that for free. So, uh, I'm just saying, you know, we appreciate the support. And, and we're going to keep rolling with it, man. A couple super chats. I, I got to acknowledge the super chats. Sometimes I get ahead of myself with the with the content and, and don't acknowledge. It's very important that I acknowledge that because we appreciate you guys contributing to the show there's no way that we can continue going without uh donations and contributions so we appreciate it and we will be doing a patreon eventually we will be starting up a patreon before the season starts and and that'll include a nice little package for the fans like i said we have to uh we want to put out some more content you know, that's just the reality of it. We want to put more content out. I want to do more storytelling, more documentary style, more interviews, more live on locations, more varied content. We got, I'm talking to some other people to bring some more content to the show. The thing is, this is different than a podcast. On a podcast, you can just pick up a mic, hit record, and put it out there. With this, there's way more production involved. There's way more resources involved. It's very time-intensive, resource-intensive. So we are going to start up a Patreon and we hope that you guys will will contribute. We hope that you guys will support. Because as you see, if you look at look at my first video, look at my first ever video on this channel and look at the videos today. And what you're going to see is a consistent theme. You're going to see growth. You're going to see a commitment to excellence. You're going to see a, a passion for what I'm doing here, for what we're doing here. And I'm just trying to take that to the next level. So the guy said, I want you on MSG. I want to keep it here. I'd love to work. I'd love to collaborate with them. Don't get me wrong, but I want to keep it here. I want this to to take this to the next level of a fan based for the fans, by the fans, where we're giving you everything. We we could give you all the guys, all the analysis, right? This is not just Homer talk. We want to give you real analysis, give you players, 
and then have fun, you know, post-game reactions and, and all that in between. So it's got to come from you guys. That That's the bottom line. It's got to come from you guys. We need your help putting this together. And when the Patreon comes out, it's not going to be a heavy tax. It'll be something, you know, you probably go to the store and spend the same amount on a soda or coffee or something. Some of you guys drink Starbucks every day. It'll be cheaper than that. I'll tell you that. Go to Starbucks, man. You spend, you're walking out of there with like a $10 bill sometimes. Michael Parker, keep it organic. That's what I'm trying to do, man. Keep it organic, homegrown. You know, and, and, and what you see from this channel again is a commitment to excellence, professionalism. You know, as we grew, all, all the super chats and everything so far, all the ad revenue has come back into the channel. As we've grown, we got we brought Dave along, Knicks Fan TV Dave. Dave screens the calls. Dave edits videos. Dave is out there on the beat. Dave is doing everything. That comes with a cost. But again, it brings it brings another element to this channel. You're not getting that nowhere else. All those guests that I just named, you're not getting that nowhere else. And that's not a knock on what everybody else is doing. I'm just telling you what we're doing. You know what I mean? And if I'm wrong, let me know. But all I'm saying is, you're not getting that nowhere else. Or you haven't gotten that anywhere else. You've gotten that here. You've, you've gotten that here. And so, that, that's all I'm saying, man. We, we, we need you, you guys' support. And with that support... We're going to take this thing to the next level. And hopefully we grow with the team. You know, hopefully we grow with the team. And and, and maybe I'm not an old geezer by the time this team actually wins a, a, an NBA championship. And that would be great if we if we did this whole thing together. So let's uh, let's salute the Super Chats. Chester Chetnik Nason says, uh, Phil has a system. MJ Scotty, Kobe, Shaq bought and won the chip. Rose and Mello didn't win the chip. Listen, I think... I think um, Coaching and playing goes hand in hand when it comes to winning. I certainly think that uh, if you put the right system in there, I, th- I think you can get them, you know, get the most out of your plays. Obviously, with Phil, he had some of the greatest players of all time. Maybe it didn't make a difference what they were running. Maybe they still would have won. Who knows? But I still think it goes hand in hand. I still think it goes hand in hand. You know, I, I still think it goes hand in hand. But shout out to Phil, whatever he's doing, I don't care. I don't care. Um, the other super chat says uh, Michael Parker, my guy. Michael Parker, prime example, contributes to this show on a daily basis. Daily basis. Now, some of you might not have the means. That's fine. You know, I'm not expecting everybody to do so. But I, I bring up Michael Parker because he believed in us from day one and um, been contributing to this show since day one, and he understands. The need to keep it organic. He understands to support homegrown talent for the fans, by the fans, for us, by us, whatever you want to call it. Take it for what it means. Take it for what you will. But he believes in it. And so, Michael, we always appreciate uh, your contributions to the show. He says, uh, salute to the chat. Salute, CP. I agree with the idea that the Knicks want to see more of a Frank and DSA tandem before jettisoning him off. He'll have to wait. He'll have until the All-Star game. Nitty is a baller. Yeah, I mean, listen, they want to see it. They, they, they want to see it, man. So, we'll see. We'll, we'll, we'll see. I, I want to see it. I'd love to see uh, Frank here working, working out 
with, with this team and, and really gelling with, with these guys. But it's really up, up to the coach and, and the management. It's really up to them. Sammy Soso, your channel straight. Thank you, man. Appreciate it. You're always in here. Appreciate that. Frank White Robinson, appreciate it. Nuggy Fresh, what's going on? Yeah, man. I got I got to eat dinner in a second, but I'll uh, I'll say what up to some of you guys. Alfredo says, would you trade Frank to the Spurs for Lonnie Walker? I don't think the Spurs would trade as Lonnie Walker, to be honest. I don't think the, the Spurs ain't trading Lonnie Walker, man. He's on the way up. He's on the way up. Frank's trade value to me is just not there right now. Pedersen said, did I see Stone Cold in the Knicks jersey? I did. You know, Stone Cold's my guy. I, I love Stone Cold, man. That's my guy. He's at the Garden. They're doing uh, uh, WWE at Madison Square Garden. So, uh, uh, yeah, Stone Cold's supposed to be there. They gave him a, they gave him a 316 Knicks jersey. So that was that was pretty cool. Um, oh, somebody said, when's the regular lives coming back? We're, we're getting back. We're, we're getting back. I haven't locked it in yet. I got to link up with Jay Ellis and figure out when that's going to be. We'll, we'll start it up on a weekend and then kick off. Remember, training camp is is uh, is June 30th. And the thing is, too, when we do these lives, like, I don't want to keep it. I want to keep it fresh. Like, as training camp starts and the training camp sound bites come out, there's stuff that we can really react to. I don't want to just make up, com- you know, content just off the rip. I want to kind of... Keep it fresh. Keep it closer to when things start, so we can really, you know, get into it. And, and as as the uh, the season is gets underway, we got preseason coming up. We got preseason coming up uh, October fifth. Gary Singer says live after every game. Of course, of course, man. Of course, definitely, definitely. I, I tried to do a couple lives from summer league, but my hotel Wi Fi wouldn't let me be great. But if I was home, I would definitely be doing it. And uh, preseason, definitely. It's ends at September 30th. Now, did I say June? No, September 30th. Training camp is September 30th. Uh, after every game, even the West Coast ones, even the West Coast ones. Some of you, I don't know if some of you guys were watching us during the West Coast games. What we did for the West Coast ones, we would um, just do the play-by-play because they would start so late and end so late. We didn't want to do the post-game show at 12 o'clock. Eastern time, midnight Eastern time. So we would just kind of react live as it went along, and it was tough to watch. Quentin Powell says, "When is the open practice?" I don't know. I have I've been asking him. I haven't heard from him when the open practice is. So I'll find that out. Gary Six says the West Coast watch-alongs were long nights. Those are some long nights, bro. Real long nights. Let me just check this text here, see if it's relevant for the show. Okay, no, not relevant. Um, what else? A couple more comments and then uh and then I'll roll. Who's the hashtag new? Let me go back to the hashtag new and uh shout you guys out. Shout out TM in here, Ally Wise, appreciate it. Uh Jam3 Productions dropped a super chat. He said, ownership is everything. Do you think, sir? That is the goal in my life. That's the goal, man. I want to own. We got to own. We got to own more. You know? We got to own more. It's, it's, it's the proper way to build. I, and I just feel like for me, that that's just, you know, happiness for me is is really, that that's the ultimate ending in terms of freedom. The ultimate goal is to be free, to be owned, to own your own thing, to, to do what you really love and, and be passionate about it. 
I think that's the most fulfilling thing in life outside of family and in religion. If, if you, you know, if, if you are religious, uh, I feel like that's the next thing in line is if you, if it's a difficult thing. It's a very difficult thing. Entrepreneurship is a very difficult undertaking to, to, uh, endure. It's very difficult, but you know, as Ari said, stay the course and that's what I'm going to do. Zen says, what do you think about Dots in this upcoming season? I love that. He's in a, he's in a dog fight right now, I think, with ISO and Ellington. If you guys uh, saw our training camp preview with myself, Jay Ellis, and, and, uh, and Terry, we talked about that. You know, Dots in, Frank, ISO at the two, Ellington. When he, Ellington is probably the best shooter on the team. When does Ellington get those minutes? You have Dotson, who probably gives you the best balance in that starting lineup. Yes, to me, I'm still going to start RJ. But you could argue Dotson gives you more balance in that lineup if you're starting him next to DSJ in terms of spacing. Right? In terms of somebody that can shoot the three. In terms of somebody that can defend. Now, his off-ball defense needs a little bit of work. Needs a little bit of work. But, you know, that that's my thoughts on uh, on Dotson. I like Dotson, man. I like Dotson. So we'll see. But it's a, it's a lot of guys. I, I don't know who's going to stick around. Like I said, everybody's not going to stick. Everybody's not going to stick. So we'll see. We'll see who sticks around. This was the, um, the show here where we talked about Dotson. There we go. Two-guard rotation. What'd you guys think of the YouTube studio, man? The Knicks Fan TV studio. We got another session coming up on the 23rd. So I got some content I want to talk about there. If you guys have some topics that you want to want us to talk about, leave it in the comments also. Maybe, maybe we'll do like two topics that we select and one topic from the fans. And, and we'll make a, uh, we'll, we'll, we'll do a debate on it. We'll, we'll do a debate on it. You know. But as I said, you know, it just all goes back to what I was saying about support. This studio doesn't happen without you guys supporting. So when we say hit that like button, hit that subscribe button, share these videos, this is the end result. This is this is the end result. Because we've been able to grow so much that it allowed us access to this studio, state-of-the-art equipment, HD 4K cameras, Amazing, 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 amazing. So this is what I mean. This is what I mean. When you guys support, it all goes back into the growth of this channel. Matthew Willard says he's a vet. Salute to the vets, man. Always got love for the vets. Appreciate the service. He's currently in the Army Reserves. Appreciate that. E. John Campbell, appreciate it, man. He says the studio's dope. Gorilla MacGyver started that. Salute to all the veterans in the chat. Absolutely, man. We, we definitely want to salute the vets, not just on the Hallmark holidays, but period. Because they do a lot for us, man. We definitely appreciate it. It's me in here. Appreciate it. Macho Man Logic. Appreciate it. PayPal. What's going on? Also, who's out in L.A.? I'm going to be out in L.A. We're going to do a link up in L.A. in a couple weeks. So if you guys are in L.A., you want to come hang out one night. We'll talk Knicks, grab some drinks or whatever. 
21 and up or absolutely come come and hang out with us i'm gonna go meet up with um some of the guys i was with in vegas who came out there from la uh i'm gonna link up with them and and we'll do a, a knicks fan meetup so if you guys are in vegas uh, ck i hit up ck he's he's down so ck is gonna link up with us as well and and i'm sure we'll do some some content and share that with you guys as well. Michael Ray says that Chris Charles interview is quality. 60 minutes, dateline quality. Props to you. Thanks, man. Thanks a lot, man. It's always as good as the guests make it out to be. And like I said, he was like, it was like you were talking to your friend. You know what I mean? I, I had no relationship with him. I had no relationship with Chris Childs. I just took a leap. And, and like this, that's what you have to do. Whatever you guys are trying to do, whatever goals you're trying to accomplish, take a leap. Don't be scared like Frank is out there to pull it. Pull that jump shot. Who cares? If you miss, you miss. Tomorrow's another day. Take that jump, and that's what I did. And that's where Chris Childs came from. You know? That's where, that's where Chris Childs came from. It's just taking a leap, man. So if anybody's watching out there, go for it. Whatever you want to do, go for it. Nungi Fresh says, um, the studio, yeah, the sound was low on the vocals. But like I said, first time for everything. We'll get it right the next time. Not a problem. But yeah, it was. It was the vocals were a bit low. I tried to do what I could on the on the editing. But um, yeah, for the next for the next set, they will be uh, better. They will be better. So no worries on that. All right, last question. Andrew Bax says, "Child's interviews great. Love the John Stark. Yeah, the John Stark story. Like, come on, man." That's classics, classics. And Andrew, it looks like you're a new. I don't, I don't recall much interaction with you, so it looks like you're you're a new uh, viewer. So welcome to the show. Welcome to the show, man. Uh, I'm trying to scroll through and catch that hashtag new. Yeah, we had a good time. Terry's my guy. Terry, Terry Sharp knows a lot about the Knicks. Season ticket holder. He's cool. Ahmed Letter. He says, hashtag new. Shout out to Ahmed. And what we're also going to do ultimately is uh, we're going to set up. I hope you guys in TM, if you could drop the link to the Discord, we're going to also set up um, an opportunity for our international fans to call in. So we'll do like an early Saturday show coming up and we'll get our international guys in. I want to hear from those guys as well. Uh, you know, the phone number for the, for the fan calling show, it's a U.S. number. So I know a lot of international guys can't call in. Carlos Martinez did call from Australia one time and that, that was cool. He probably used a calling card or something. So we'll go through, we'll go through, um, discord. And so make sure you guys, if you guys are from, if you guys are not living in the United States, if you're not living in America, Make sure you join the Discord, and we're going to set up a day for all you guys to connect. And even if even if you are, you know, from the U.S. and you'd rather just, you know, go through the Discord, you can do that as well. Um, okay, one more question, and then I will roll out. Hit that subscribe button. Hit that thumbs up if you guys are new. Somebody said... Uh, Mr. X says, I'm new to I feel like you've been in here before. Oh, you might be. If you are, welcome. I feel like I've seen I've seen your comments before. Uh, Mr. X says, how important is point guard play this year? Point guard play is, is important every year. 
you know, the point guard is the, it's the engine. The point guard is the engine of the car. Without the point guard, we can't go. So this is a pivotal year for Dennis Smith Jr. Dennis Smith Jr. was the piece of the Porzingis trade. We still want to see that trade realized, even though we got the cap flexibility, even though we got the draft picks. We, you know, we we we, we still got an asset here that we want to see pan out. So to me, as I said in that video that I just showed you, and you could check it out at the top hand right of your screen, DSJ got to take that leap, man. If 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 you guys want to see the Knicks have a respectable season, regardless if they make the playoffs or not, something respectable that you can hang your hat on and say, you know what, we might not have made it, but we had a good season, better than 17 wins, obviously. I think DSJ has to take that that next step, man. DSJ has to take that next step. Next step. It's crucial. It's crucial. Peyton intrigues me still. Peyton intrigues me. He had an excellent second half of the year. Second half of the year, he was averaging nine assists a game. Next to only, I believe, Trey Young, LeBron James, and one other player. Peyton had an excellent second half. Injuries kind of curtailed it. We know he can't shoot well, but we know he can run the offense, orchestrate the offense. It's going to be interesting to see where his minutes fit in. They paid him $10 million to come here. And I don't think it was just because they had to spend the money. Yes, they had to spend the money. But as you heard, Alfred Payton was somebody that the management wanted. He was Scott Perry's guy in Orlando. They tried to trade for him before they traded for Moutier. And now he's here. So, again, for the for Team Frank out there, you know, Alfred has to be uh, factored in. You got my man Iso. Although I look at Iso more as a two. Some people say don't sleep on him as a one. I see Iso as a two. Instant offense, scoring off the bench. I think Iso is going to be just fine. I, I think Iso is going to be just fine. Jack Rhodes. Yeah, injuries are a part of it. You never know. Injuries are definitely a part of it. Matthew Willard. Hardest question. Do we start Knox or and Morris or do some of them come off the bench? I said in the video. I said in the video that uh, I would do, go with Morris in the beginning because well, I want to try to trade him. If we're, if, if we're not, especially if we're not like really seriously in the playoff hunt. I would, I would try to trade him. So I'm trying to get him as much exposure as I can. Kev got time. He's only 20, right? He, we said last year he was only 19. He's only 20. So Kev has time. Kev has time. So I would say go with Morris. He gives you more veteran leadership. He gives you more IQ. He's a more consistent scorer. Gives you better defense. And again, he balances. He gives you a bit more balance. You know, we still gotta defend that. We kind of we gotta we gotta get a couple stops or at least try. So I kind of like the balance that he would give if you're going with Randall and 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 Mitch in that front court. I like that. I like that balance in the front court because you can spread the floor. Still with Randall and Mitch, you'll you'll see about the spacing. But I think Randall, what you saw is that he's working on his jumper. He's working on his outside shot, trying to spread the floor a little bit more. And Jack says that leadership. I like that. What what Morris can bring. So we'll see. We shall see. But that's it, man. Like I said, be on the lookout for part four of tomorrow's uh, training camp preview. Speaking of Julius Randle, it is going to be about Julius Randle. Hint, hint. So uh, get ready for that. And that's about it, man. Once again, hit that subscribe button. Hit that notification bell. Don't miss out. 
Knicks home opener tickets are on sale. Hit the link in the bio. Link in the bio once again comes with tickets to the game in the VIP Chase Lounge. Meet and greet with the Knicks alumni. Could be Stalks, could be LJ, could be Spreewell. We got uh, group pictures, free food, free drinks, soda, not alcohol. And it's going to come with one premium fan experience with to be announced. Now, it could be a free throw. It could be a group photo on the court. It could be pregame uh, uh, shoot-around, front, front row and pregame shoot-around. We're not sure yet. So I don't want to just say what it's going to be until I find out from MSG. But, uh, yeah, join us, man. It's going to be a great time. And I will check you guys next time. Enjoy your night. Be safe out there. And I'll catch up with you guys, man. Peace. Whether you're a world-class athlete or a podcaster like me, we all understand the importance of mental and physical well-being and proper recovery for top-notch performance. That's why I'm excited that Unified Healing is sponsoring this podcast. Unified Healing is a new and super innovative global network of wellness centers powered by Energy Enhancement System, or EE System. If you haven't heard of the EE System, you'll want to listen up. This technology promotes wellness, deep relaxation, purification, and rejuvenation. At hundreds of locations across the globe, access to a center is easy and affordable. Interested in experiencing the EE system technology for yourself? Go to unifiedhealing.com slash bluewire to learn more and find a center near you. That's unifydhealing.com slash bluewire. No material or testimonials on the Unified Healing website are intended to be viewed as medical advice or a substitute for professional medical advice, diagnosis, or treatment. Always seek the advice of your physician or other qualified healthcare provider with any questions you may have regarding a medical condition or treatment and before undertaking a new healthcare regimen, including EE system.